Hi, everyone. Welcome back to episode 67 of the Simply Warm Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. How are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic, then we've got the show for you. That's right. <laughs> Come on down. Yeah. You get a car. <laughs> you get a car. That's Oprah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was your Oprah impression. Yeah. You get a car. That's what Oprah sounds like And to me. you. <laughs> Look under your seat. It's a <laughs> new car. Anyways. Uh, yeah. This week is technically next. for All right. We're recording it <laughs> early because we'll be on vacation when this episode comes out. That's right. So this week. And the grind just doesn't fucking stop around here. <laughs> we just grinding mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. If we're taking vacation or not, don't matter. We're still publish- right. publishing. Publishing. Publishing on, for baby. you. Come on, baby. Grind on me. Mm. <laughs> anyway, stop it. Don't bite your lip. You're going to get lost. Mm. <laughs> you just start sucking your top lip. Mm. All right, 24 relax, karat man. gold by Bruno Mars. <laughs> yeah, That's playing. Just Jump start. in the Cadillac. Mm, put some miles on it. Anyways. Just I pipe, got some miles for you. Anyways, no. This is getting off rails all real quick. So last week's episode, which we recorded this week. Yes. Two uh, days ago. Wait. Yeah. Anyways, the ep- episode 66 was only about uh, Across the Spider-Verse. 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 Technically, um, actually. <laughs> Whittle-wee. <laughs> was a whittle hitting a gwitty. So, was only about Across the Spider-Verse. We did no news, no cryptids. None. No, no nothing. Nothing. None to be found. No grits, no <laughs> cornbread, no nothing. <laughs> no Just sides. Garage, no dinner. Yeah, no sides. Well, was he on fucking rogan i've never seen that interview i've yeah. only just seen that clip yeah sleep in the garage no, no dinner, dinner. Fucking. yeah dude joey diaz is fucking so wild. fucking funny he's wild he's a bananas man mm-hmm. so this week we're just gonna do a lot of news i think and just kind of hucking and chucking <clears throat> and then you've got your cryptid corner mm-hmm. what are we what are we and then uh yeah and we'll maybe talk a little bit about what we'll hope to be doing in Disney, and then uh we're gonna go see you guys out of here, yeah. yeah just get the fuck out of here. Yeah, just roll out. Don't ask for a long episode because you're not gonna get it this time. <laughs> we all we, we always say that, but it's not happening. All right, yeah. we there's some sieve we got to play. Maybe. No, there's no maybe. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a prescription. A uh, yeah. So let's see. Uh, I just you want to start on the on the news here? Yeah, jump in. It. All right. I'm not even gonna list it off. We're no. just gonna do it. It's gonna be super uh, super light. We'll we'll pick the ones that we want to go in on harder and then oh deeper on. You know, it's gonna be harder. Apparently, it's gonna be deeper. Apparently, Captain America Four is no longer called New World Order. Oh, uh, there was just like uh, I think Anthony Mackie posted a, a an Instagram post, mm-hmm. and the official Marvel page like commented under it and was like something about Brave New World, and then they finally came out and were like, "Yeah, that is what we're rechanging, you know, changing the name to." Marvel Studios Captain America: Brave New World in theaters May third, twenty twenty four. So instead of New World Order, they're doing Brave New World. Like New World Order a little bit yeah. better. It sounds a bit more ominous. Yeah. But I wonder if that might be part of why they changed it. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what it depends on the story, I suppose. Yeah. Or if there was a lot of people being like, New World Order, Disney's part of the New World Order. You know what I mean? And then no, like, let's just fucking get away from it. Who knows? We already mentioned the Illuminati and <laughs> Doctor Strange. Now we're talking about the New World Order. People are about to just be fucking. Man, tweaking. they're dropping breadcrumbs, man. That's right. Us. Yeah, Let I bet Jay Z funded this movie. Jay Z and Beyonce—they're part of the Illuminati. Fish fillet. Fish fillet. <laughs> yeah, who knows, man? Could just be. I don't know. I don't know why they would be 
pressed about the title, but it is odd because, I mean, they did show off, like, a, a title page at one of the, maybe at the D23. Mm-hmm. And so now they're like, well, psych. But you figure the Quantum Mania logo changed, like, seven times. Yeah. But the title never changed, but either way. Endgame changed. It used to be Annihilation. That's not true. They never announced the title until they announced Endgame. I thought it was like Annihilation and they changed it to Endgame. Yeah. Because the title was never announced until the trailer came out for Endgame. Mm -hmm. So, congratulations. You played (laughs) played yourself. yourself. I swear I thought something saying it was Annihilation. I mean, there was a ton of fan art and stuff about it that people thought it was going to be that, maybe. Mm -hmm. But, no, it was never officially Annihilation. Mm -hmm. So, bitch swerve. Apparently, fucking Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse almost had, quote, huge live-action sequences. And so, listen here. Uh, During an interview with Variety, uh, this is secondhand through IGN. Mm -hmm. Uh, I get a lot of my news from IGN, Variety, Hollywood Reporter, and Deadline. This one particularly is coming from IGN, uh, (laughs) or Variety via IGN, I suppose. Uh, They say... Across the Spider-Verse directors Kemp Powers and Justin K. Thompson revealed they originally planned to go beyond those live-action clips of just, you know, because we, spoiler alert, we do see uh, clips of Andrew Garfield Spider-Man as well as the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and they're just clips from the film, mm-hmm. or from their films. They say, we had even bigger ambitions. There were times when we had huge live-action sequences in the film, and it just turned into a bad joke, added Powers. Even we didn't like it anymore, and we just said, okay, enough. Let's make sure that it's something precise that gets the most bang for the buck and speaks to the story. So it sounds like they got a little overindulgent, and then we're like, all right, we got to reel it back. Mm. And then they say, uh, that when they were like, uh, they say, let's see here, neither Thompson nor Powers would reveal what those sequences were, uh, but it sounds like they were canned fairly early into the process, only existing as storyboards. Um, and animatics with cut-out versions of the characters done by crew members. So they never even got to filming live action. Yeah. They said that they had the look of a South Park character. <laughs> just the, you know. But uh, they said we should do that as a character. Yes, I think they <laughs> just should. Just a, a South Park Spider-Man. Yes. But uh, So I think that's interesting that they did play with the idea of, what if we just went into live action for a while? Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I, I could see, but I do see what they're saying of, there's, I think there's a lot more visual interest in the different animation styles yeah. versus live. We've seen a live action Spider-Man. I know the voice actor. I can't remember his name who plays Miles. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Shamik Moore. Yeah, that's one of my stories. Yeah, as he he, said he that wants he, to be Miles. He's like, I'll lose weight and go to the gym, get fit. And yeah, shave, look his, the shave his beard, cut his yeah. hair so that he you looks, know, looks younger. Because he's pushing 30. Um, and I, he does kind of look like a late 20s man. Yeah, he looks a little older. And so, I mean, if they did a Miles who is supposed to be a teenager, mm-hmm. a young teenager, I do think he'd be pressed. But, you know. You can always just de-age him a little bit. Sure. Mm-hmm. Or you could just hire an actor that is looks the age. Yeah, but then what about the voice? Well, so if you're doing a live-action Miles, it doesn't have to be this no, Miles. That's true. You that's know true. what I mean? I just think, you know, I'd rather it look like Miles yeah. and, and yeah. makes sense rather than having a Tobey Maguire 30-year-old man going, uh, when when they pull him in off the train, they take his mask off and like, he's just a kid. And it's like, that's a 32-year-old man. That's you're a looking grown at. ass man. It's like, no older than my son. And it's like, you're far, like four years older than this guy. What are you talking about? <laughs> Who are you playing? Yeah. 
uh, you know, and say, yeah, I do think that we've gotten away from, especially when you have like a Tom Holland playing Spider-Man, he looks mm-hmm. much more age appropriate mm-hmm. to then go back to a, we're all just going to play make believe and pretend that these 32 year olds look like, a, you know, look like high schoolers. <laughs> I just don't know that we could do don't that. Don't know if we can seamlessly. pull that one off. Yeah. Now, if we wanted to do an older uh, Miles, that'd be cool. But, uh, or maybe put him in as, I could see giving him a little bit of like, you know, service, put him in, in the movie. But not as Miles. Yeah. You know, maybe just really make him feel bad about himself. Make him Aaron. <laughs> or not Aaron. Make him Jeff- Jefferson, you know? Yeah. Make him the dad. You're old enough to be Miles' dad. Oh, man. It'd be a lot easier to make you look older than younger, son. And he's like, what? What? <laughs> but no, so I do. I think uh, they do plan to make a live action Miles Morales. I'd like to see that. And I, yeah, I'm all in. Yeah. I'm like, yes, please. Fucking. Hold on to your your hat here, children. Oppenheimer is officially rated R. Yo, so, so they can say fuck as much as they, they want. Fuck, they could show Wiener. Yeah, Killy Murphy's shown his wang in the movie before. So, are we just gonna get a <laughs> thirty second <laughs> no no music sex scene? Thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't know. It's like seven minutes. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's just too long. And you're like, oh my god. Is it still going on? The camera like pans you go back. To get, like, the camera pans back. You can see the boom mic. It just turns into a, like a bad uh, porn. A bad porn. You're like, oh no, what's happening? You go to get you refill on your drink and you come back and it's still, it's still happening. And you're like, oh my god, like they I'm, should put. You know how they put notices for flashing images? <laughs> there should be a notice that there is graphic sex for seven minutes in this movie. I, like and I don't know what it has to do about the. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it has to do with the creation of the atom bomb and the repercussions. The of atom bomb, baby, killing weapons. Time. But you know. Christopher Nolan, I know what he, he. I trust him. You know, yeah. he he knows what he's about. I have faith in him. <laughs> I'll follow him anywhere. Uh, no, so I do think it's interesting that he's just going in. He's going to make an R-rated Oppenheimer film, uh, which I don't know, man. I, I do think that's odd. I wonder if it's rated R for language primarily, or if it's uh, you know violence. I don't know. Uh-huh. I could see like maybe graphic scenes of the repercussions of the atom bomb. I could see that. You know what I mean? I could see like them almost blowing up the world and just, what the fuck are you doing? Well, yeah, but I mean, I could see being intense, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, apparently, I was trying to look here and see what his, because he said it's been 20 years since he's made an R-rated film. Uh, looks like both Memento and Insomnia were R-rated films, and Insomnia was 2002, so yeah, that was his last R-rated film. Everything else had been PG-13. Oof. So, <laughs> why is that a wolf? I don't know. You know I don't know, man. But, yeah, thought that was interesting that he was like, yeah, we're going in. We're going to drop all the fuck bombs we want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. F-bombs, A-bombs, you know, who knows, man. B-52? The bomber? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, 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 the group. No, no, no. B-52 bombers. Love Shack. Yeah. <laughs> Love Shack, baby. How to Train Your Dragon is getting a fucking live-action remake. You mm-hmm. see fucking dragons in live-action. Are they getting the guy who plays Hiccup? No. He, again, he's... A fucking like forty-one-year-old man. <laughs> voice actors can be sound. voice actors. It's not face actors like can be face actors. It's not going to sound like him. No, it's not. Hiccup has a very distinct voice. Like that actor speaks, and I'm like, that's Hiccup. Hiccup. Yeah. Well, I'm going to see this bozo on. The yeah, screen. and I don't fucking know this kid. Apparently, he was in the Black Phone with just <laughs> wretch with Ethan Hawke. Uh, but his name is Mason Thames. Don't don't know. I him. have uh, I have in fact seen the Black Phone. Yeah, it, it was okay. Yeah, 
Uh, and apparently, um, Astrid is going to be played by Nico Parker, who was Sarah in The Last of Us on uh, HBO. Uh, I'm, I'm down with that. She uh, did a really good job. Yeah. She did convincing dying. Yeah. You know, I was well, like, oh, well. man. And they did make Astrid the. Astrid does not die, though. Well, maybe they can change it up for the live action. <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> There's a wrinkle in time, and she just fucking eats it. She gets bitten in half by a dragon. Mm-hmm. And then fucking squeals and moans and dies. She fucked by a dragon. No. Mm-mm. No. No. Mm-mm. I don't know why I'd say something like that, man. <laughs> I know what you're looking up over there. <laughs> no. What do you dragon mean? Dragon th- rule 34. <laughs> uh, yeah, so apparently this thing's going to be coming out in March. March 14th of 2025. Whoa. I don't know, man. I just I don't know how I feel about let's just do a live action remake of a bunch of animation that was already successful. Yeah. It feels like the very safe thing to do. You know what I mean? Which is definitely Hollywood right now. Of like, okay, we know that people liked The Little Mermaid. We know that people liked The Lion King, right? Yeah. These are classics. We know they liked How to Train Your Dragon. For God's sakes, we made three of them and like 90 shows and movies on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it again in live action. The story works, you know? No. And then they run into the spot of, all right, well, do you just do that story again, which is boring and pointless, mm-hmm. or do you tamper with it to make it different enough to justify it, and then in turn not make it better? If you're not making it better, I don't know why you're doing it. Why are you touching it? Yeah. Why the fuck are your hands on it? All right, man, relax. Yeah, no, Get I'm not going to relax. Dirty hands off it. Use your head. <laughs> Use your head. I don't know. Think, either. Mark. Think. The day before. <laughs> so again, uh, they in, so two things here. Uh, they interviewed on uh, the the developer Fantastic. Uh, did an interview with Well Played, and uh, they're basically insisting that the Steam page uh, will be back online soon because it got removed after the copyright issues. Because mm-hmm. remember, they were like, "Oh yeah, we had to delay the game because copyright yeah. issues." And then later admitted to IGN that they were like, yeah, we were going to delay the thing anyways. Yeah. To November, right? Correct, yep. So they, yeah, November 10th. So they they claimed it was the, uh, you know, the first to start using the name related to the video game um, and said that it's optimistic about regaining their name through legal proceedings as swiftly as possible. So they're standing their ground legally that we used this name first and now we're going to get it back. They didn't give a timeline on that, uh, but it is set to launch, obviously, in five months. And they say that the Steam page will be reinstated soon. Soon, not shortly, soon. Uh, new gameplay details were kind of shared uh, during the interview, where Fantastic revealed that players will be able to take on in-game jobs in the day before. And they, the quote here is, These in-game jobs range across various professions, from manual labor as a loader to showcasing artistic talent as a musician. It said uh, these jobs will add another layer of realism and immersion to the game. And apparently a 30-second gameplay video released alongside the interview, and it showed a player driving a Lamborghini-style car through an abandoned city. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, so a beta is set to take place between now and launch. So we'll have to try and get in on that. Yeah. And just try that out and see what we think. I'm so fucking nervous for that. (laughs) Like, I just your roller coaster of emotions. Like, what if it comes out and is, like, a banger? Dude, I would, I'd get so excited I'd kill somebody. Hmm? Hmm? Just fucking, I gotta go. You're like, why? Mm-hmm. You just fucking go outside and just hear, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> ah! 
Oh my god. Should I come back and sign up? Fuck, this game is the best game I've ever played. Oh, we got to move. Game of the year. Did you say we got to move? Yeah, we got to move. What? Where? Now. Now. We'll figure it out later. Get in the car. Grab the dogs. Oh, God. Uh, But yeah, so. (laughs) Uh, That's kind of weird, I think. Yeah. But they're like, you're going to have full in-game professions now. I'm like, let's just get. You're promising a lot, my man. Yeah, let's just get the game. Like, it's weird to now learn of a new feature. Just get your title. Yeah. Yeah, let's fucking know what we're calling this thing. Because you got five months to get the name back. Who else has the day before? Uh, It was some app that was like a calendar app. Let's see here. Uh, I want to find it here. Yeah, trademark dispute. Yeah, I was reading. I was trying to figure out the same thing. And yeah, and it was a countdown app. Uh, of the same name, found out about the video game yeah, from 2010. So I'm thinking, I don't know that the game, the, the day before has been in development for 13 years. So the countdown app might have a leg to stand on. Unless they pay them out. Yeah, you just pay them off, but <laughs> do they have the money? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they haven't been taking pre-orders. Because remember, that's part of this whole weird thing of like, why does this thing, thing feel so scammy? It's just But they've not, not collected any money yet. Mm-mm. So it's like, what's the what's what the, the fuck's deal going on? What is the story here? Um, I don't know. But the thing that we want to spend the most time on, uh, news wise, is the game or not the game awards? Sorry, the summer games fest. Yes. I'm not gonna level with you. It was kind of a bust for me. <laughs> like PlayStation was also kind of a bust, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was like, well, there's still summer games fest, so maybe right. yeah, they're holding off for that. Nothing. It was a lot of the same. There was not a lot of like. Yo, what? They're making that? You know what I mean? There's no surprises for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, did get some interesting uh, like footage and, and you know, more information. We got a release date for Spider-Man PS2. It's coming out on October. Fuck. Not the fuck. It is on Spider-Man October PS2? 20th. Sorry. Spider-Man 2 on PS5. Um, it's coming out October 20th, 2023. Yes. So that'll be here before we know mm-hmm. it. It's four months away. Yeah. Fucking... They showed off some art of Venom. <laughs> he looks like it was kind Bad of funny. Because apparently this was the first Summer Games Fest I never thought about it that was in front of a live studio audience mm-hmm. because he started it in 2020. Yeah. So there's, it's always been just remote or digital. Let me. Fu- Did you see the art of Venom? No, no. Oh, shit. Let me fucking show you this. Venom. Spider-Man 2. They did clarify that uh, Venom is not... Eddie Brock. Oh. But they wouldn't say who it was. Yeah, peep so that, that shit. That means that Venom could be a good guy. No, it doesn't. I mean, I guess it does, but it doesn't look like he's a good guy. Yo. That's some badassery. But it was funny because when that, that art came up on screen behind you know Jeff Keighley and the gentleman from Insomniac, the crowd was like, yo! That, that's very comic book that's, accurate. Yeah, that is Venom. I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of people asking like, what if Craven gets the symbiote and his venom? Oh, that'd be interesting. I wouldn't be upset with that. That would make sense. Uh huh. So let's see here. Uh, I'm just going again. This is this part's from IGN. I'm going through a list of everything that was announced at, mm-hmm. and we'll just mm-hmm. kind of pick up on the ones that were like, oh shit, you know. So yeah, the Spider-Man release date was pretty dope. Uh, like I said, they didn't show. Any new footage other than just to show, hey, here's the release date, um, and then some some art. 
the box art is that right there? It's pretty. Yeah. You know, it's just Miles and Peter as Spider Man. The one that was they opened the show with. We're getting a new Prince of Persia game, Ooh. and it is actually a side-scrolling, like platform action game. Mm-hmm. But it looks like it has some cinematic, like finish, like combat finishers and stuff. Okay. Where kind of the camera will pull in and follow, you mm-hmm. know, the prince as he's killing the dudes and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, looked all right, you know. The art style was kind of uh, a little cartoony, you know, which was fine. Um, but I mean, it didn't look bad. But it looked like something that I'd be like, yeah, I'll put that on the Switch. Or it's been real quiet about Hellboy lately. Yeah, they showed that. Well, it's only been five months. <laughs> you cracked me up. That you, if you don't get a constant drip feed of news, you just assume like no, there's nothing done. happening. They're fucking done, man. No, they're cooking. Mm. Let them cook. All yeah, right. they've been cooking for five fucking months. That's just burnt by now. <laughs> my man, take <laughs> it out of the oven. You need to fucking gain some patience, my son. Fuck. Just I got something they can just fucking Just get exacerbated. Just, you motherfucker. You son of a bitch. Mm. They, uh, Mortal Kombat 1 got some oh, full-on yeah. gameplay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I saw that. And they've got a cameo feature. I'm not a huge fighting game guy, but uh, I do like some Mortal Kombat. Uh, some of these fucking fatalities. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was rough. Uh, they kind of explained, apparently at the end of Mortal Kombat 11, fucking, uh, uh-huh. What's his, what's his nuts? The guy. Come on now. You got it. Kratos. <laughs> yes. No. Uh, anyways. Fucking, I can't think of any a single character other than Johnny Cage, and I know it's not him. Scorpion? No. Sub-Zero? No, no, no. No, no, no. Raiden? Bingo. Raiden gave up the powers of being a god to... Scorpion? Nope. Kung Fu guy that punches fire. Oh, um... Fucking... Uh... Uh... Fucking... Uh... Um... If only we had phones in our hands. I know. I think I know what it is, but I don't want to butcher it. Son of a Come off racist. Mortal Kombat. Dink, 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 dink. Mortal Kombat characters. Tai Lung? No. Liu Kang? Liu Kang. Yeah. Tai Lung. That's from fucking Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Yeah, it was Liu Kang. So he gave uh, God powers to Liu Kang. Word. And they basically like fought. Like the the person in charge Luke of Kang's time. Luke Kang's a good guy, though. Yeah. yeah. So is Raiden. I thought Raiden was more of a bad guy. No. Raiden's the protector of Earthrealm. Hmm. Continue. So now Luke Kang is the fire god, and he's the protector of Earthrealm, but the universe has fully rebooted, and now he's in the position of, like Raiden, of coming around and gathering the combatants yeah. for Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've, the stories have all changed up, so like, Melina and Katana are sisters as opposed yeah. to cl- one being a clone of the other. And uh, Melina's jaw thing is not a result of her being a clone. It's a disease, and she's apparently the queen. Uh, and their their dynamic is... They both could get it. You need to relax. Mm. I don't know why you're talking about sex so much today <laughs> with fictional characters, but you need to get your shit together. <laughs> they could both get it. All right, relax. <laughs> Melina has a fucking, like, a snake jaw. uh, Excellent. uh Uh-huh. Yeah, perfect. You seen a snake eat an egg? Come on now. (laughs) I got two eggs she can eat. (laughs) So she's going to need it. Hey, straighten up. I'm trying to talk to you. Oh, you're... Focus. Focus. We're in this. All right. Look at me, Hector. (laughs) (laughs) Look at me, Hector. That's today the day. Yeah, Melina and Katana. 
sisters, not clones. Melina's queen has a fucked up face. <laughs> and uh, Katana's like, I'm fucking looking out for you. So they kind of got a dynamic going on. Yeah. Sub-Zero and Scorpion are brothers and are working together. Well, they've always been brothers. They are working big together mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to Fine. being like mortal, mortal enemies. I heard that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you got sex on the brain. Fucking, you're going I am puberty going through again. puberty again, aren't I? <laughs> you're getting a second bout of it. You're sleeping all the time. <laughs> Your joints take? No. All right, that's good. You're not getting a growth spurt. Fuck. <laughs> I'm pretty tall as yeah, it is. you're all right. You're, all right. you're average. <laughs> Anyways, fucking, yeah. Johnny Cage is fully played by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like, actually, which is who inspired yeah. Mortal Kombat in general and Johnny Cage. And apparently they've tried for, like, the better part of three decades to get Jean-Claude inv- in, you know, involved somehow. Mm-hmm. And they've gotten really close a few times, but this time he's fully, he is the voice of Johnny Cage yeah. and is performing as Johnny Cage. I'm like, all right. All right. <laughs> That's kind of funny. That so now I bet you Mortal Kombat's like, we got to make this one a banger. Right. Like, it's got to be great. But I'm, I worry. I'm like, is Jean-Claude Van Damme, he, I don't know that he's a good actor, let alone a good voice actor. I think voice acting is harder that would than add acting. To it. Maybe. Yeah, where you're like, oof. I don't know. But I did think that was kind of funny. And they did. They showed off some gameplay. The cameo feature is basically you and I are, you know, Katana and Melina, and we're fighting each other. Mm-hmm. And I can, like, press L1 or whatever it was on PlayStation um, and then do a move, and another character is on my team and will jump out and like do a move or two mm-hmm. and then jump away again. Seems a little gimmicky to me because it feels like DLC will be, well, let's add some cameos and let's add more, yeah. you know, and it's like, okay, are they finding ways to microtransaction it? Because Mortal Kombat 11 had quite a bit of microtransactions, mm-hmm. and they're already like, if you want to play as fucking Shang Sun, you got to pre-order this game and I'm like don't lock a character behind pre-ordering yeah. in a fighting game roster I remember they said Omni-Man and Homelander well they didn't everybody else did Mortal Kombat didn't come out and no go. yeah but I would I would like that yeah very much so they've always done you know pop culture characters mm-hmm. in Mortal Kombat of and like fuck they did Alien yeah they, yeah they got the Xenomorph mm-hmm. in there they got the fucking Predator Jason Jason Voorhees Robocop Terminator yeah like you yeah. can you can fucking fit Omni-Man, Omni-Man and, Homelander. and Homelander in there but uh, yeah I do I think it looked interesting Morgan was fucking drooling all over herself watching <laughs> it she's like oh my god this is gonna be so fucking cool <laughs> it wasn't like that you need to reel it in you're saying drooling all over herself. Yeah, she was drooling because she had her mouth open, and you're like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I don't know what your your problem is, but it's you need to puberty. fucking breathe. <sighs> you start humping the air like a dog. And there's just a pillow that just has a hole in it. <laughs> it's just like a a stuffed animal, yeah. and you've just ridden it hard. Fucking Sonic is getting a new 2D game. Oh. Called uh, Sonic Superstars. That's right, and there is four player co op. Oh, I remember playing Sonic Unleashed. That shit was gas, <laughs> gas. There was a very large gameplay reveal of Alan Wake Two, and we got quite a bit of information about how the game will play because mm-hmm. there's two campaigns of sorts where you play as an FBI agent named Saga uh, or Alan Wake, and Alan Wake is in the dark world. And then Saga is in, um, oh shit, is it called Bleak Falls? 
I don't remember what the town's called. No, I'm not sure. I just and, and on here they reference just the Pacific Northwest, but I think it's Bleak Falls. Mm-hmm. But um, it's supposed to be like a just a small, sleepy, you know, one cafe kind of town, you know. Yeah. And um, the saga is there investigating that in like the real world. Alan Wake is stuck in the dark world, and you can. They make it sound like you can switch between the two on the fly. Of all right, I'm going to play a saga, and he said you can play saga's story all the way up to he said nearly the end. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sure like you reach a point where it stops you and you have to then play Alan Wake's story. Or you can flip between the two as you go. You can play her for a couple of missions and then flip to him and play a couple. And you just have that freedom. Yeah. Um, it sounds pretty interesting to me because they're the same people who made um, Control, which had a really interesting narrative uh, and, and kind of did things pretty different. And so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm here for yeah, them yeah. experimenting with how Try you have out, their stories intertwined but not require you to play it in... A specific, specific order, order and it still play out in a, in a way that you're like oh you know mm-hmm. i do wonder if it'll pan out that you're like you know everybody online is like here's the correct yeah. order to, you know play missions one two three of hers one and two of his and then three and four you know and that's the <laughs> that's the correct mm-hmm. way you know but i do think it's interesting that they're just playing around with the mechanics of being able to have two campaigns essentially yeah. loaded up and ready to go which i did want to mention about um spider-man uh, I was correct. You can switch on the fly yeah, on between, the fly. you know, uh, Peter and Miles. And there's some missions that are specifically for Peter, specifically for Miles, uh, that are side missions, mm-hmm. as well as missions where you get to choose which one you're going to play as. And then there's a lot of story missions that, you know, in there it's not on the fly because you're required to play right. as certain characters for certain portions of it. But I'm pretty excited at the idea of just going. I'm going to be Miles for now. Yeah. And that because of Miles' abilities, it's a different type of gameplay. Mm-hmm. You know, when you switch, there's an actual reason to, to change. Because a lot of people are like, oh, that's so innovative. Grand Theft Auto V did it, you know, <laughs> 13 years ago. And it's like, yes and no. They had loading screens of like the, you know, panning up to the sky and moving over. And then they hit a loading screen in whatever weird thing you caught the person doing. You know, a lot of times you'd pan in and it'd be Michael with a hooker or whatever, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. or like Trevor stuffing a foot in a toilet, you know, and then you're like, oh, okay, you know, and that was a loading screen still mm-hmm. of showing you this and then the world can load around it. This is literally on the fly. Now you're miles. Yeah. And it's again, it's all from the power of current gen consoles you know, the PS5, mm-hmm. which is also why they've made con- um, movement a lot faster. Of there's slingshot points across the map of being able to launch yourself really yeah, long distances. Like Miles had that the wingsuit and just the ability to move much faster because mm-hmm. the PS5 can load. They can handle that. Yeah, the world that much faster. Um, and they added two more boroughs. Uh, I think it was Brooklyn and Queens. Queens, yeah. So they've nearly you doubled the size of the, the map. Bridge, though, yeah. yeah, you can go over the river. I'm fucking here for it. I I'm love Spider Man. I still have to play Miles Morales. Yeah, you really should. It's very good. That's what I've heard. Um, I do. I'm still not sold on the new face of Peter Parker. I I, I enjoyed the original, like face animation. Oh, is it a different face animation? Yeah, when they did Spider-Man remastered, um, for the PS5, uh-huh. they changed the face. Why? I don't know. They because they apparently on the original version they did it was all computer generated of like. They made up a face, uh-huh. um, and then with the new version, it's actual facial capture of an actor. Mm. 
and so that they can get more out of the face because we're able to track sure, better. Sure. Like with an Ellie in, in The Last of Us too. I just want to play uh you know, someone with the exaggerated swag of a young black team. <laughs> that that dude'll never get past that. No. That that was his that was his cringy ass the exaggerated you're like, swagger of a young black team. You're like with just the most cock the just the caucasity in his <laughs> voice. You know the mountains of Caucasus. Caucasus. Whose goddamn baby is that? <laughs> whose who's goddamn white baby is that? Just because his name is Darren does, <laughs> does not mean, mean he, he belongs, belongs to Darren. Darren. Uh, that baby's got a credit score of seven nineteen, <laughs> sitting right here, right now. <laughs> I just love this. Whose goddamn white baby is that? Uh, I've been here for seventeen consecutive years. Do you, you know, know what consecutive the, means? I mean, one, one right, right after, after the, the motherfucking other. Anyways. Uh, I am excited for Alan Wake too. Yeah, uh, they are doing full on survival horror. Yes, and I love survival horror, mm-hmm. so I'm a, I'm I'm here for it. The original Alan Wake holds a nice little spot in my heart, and uh, I, I'm jazzed about it, baby. You're fucking, what about it? I'm jazzed. Oh, John, <laughs> fucking jazzed. All right, John Carpenter's Toxic Commando. I a lot of people were like, eh, it looks mid. I was sitting over there going, yo, I could see playing this with like, it, it looks like it's four player co op. And I could see it being like, you, me, my dad, and get a fourth in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a, an eight, it's inspired by 80s action and horror, and it's just overwhelming hordes of zombies. Uh, and it's first-person shooting, but there's a lot of vehicle play, too. Mm-hmm. And so I could see, like, like, there was portions of driving, the zombies busting out the windshield, and the passenger is firing at the zombies that are in the, you know, on the car. And the other person is legitimately trying to drive the vehicle. Right, yeah. And I could just see us, you know, <laughs> you know, I'll drive, you shoot. I'll drive, you shoot. You know, and he's just screaming, oh, you just do it. Let me drive the boat. I would like to drive. I'm like, oh, my God. All right. As soon as you start driving, we just die. I'm like, all right, switch back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but no, it looked like a lot of fun to me. I kind of want to show you the trailer to that one. Uh, not right now. but yeah. well. Sandland. Uh, was a new action game from Akira Toriyama, who is who made Dragon Ball. Oh, um, and apparently, though, if I understood the um, the setup, Sandland is a is a manga from two thousand, mm-hmm. and they're turning it into a video game, and it looked pretty good. There was a lot of like tank gameplay in the desert and um, some melee combat, but there was no release date for it. But yeah, I mean, you know. Action-wise, it looked pretty promising. Sure, yeah. uh, it's built on Unreal Engine 5, which Have is... you seen that, uh, what's that one game? It's You're playing as, I think, like an Aztec or a Mayan during like the Spanish colonial times. And you're <laughs> like, I forget what it's called. It's coming out here soon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're playing as like a, a Mayan or an Aztec. You know, yeah, uh, a South American, you know, indigenous person. Yeah. Somewhere in, in either Mexico or Central America. Yeah. <laughs> and the... Um, Spanish are mm-hmm. yeah. over conquering, con- yeah. Con- the conquistadors, yeah. And you're playing as uh, one of them, and you're kind of like sneaking around trying to kill them, trying to defend your tribe, you know, and yeah. or your your land, your land, yeah. your whole world. <laughs> and um, people are getting a lot of backlash, or the developers are getting a lot of backlash for it because uh, I guess a bunch of woke people are saying that it's <laughs> don't an, uh, fucking say woke, woke people, bunch no. of snowflakes. <laughs> no. You're one of them. I am. Um, <laughs> Which makes it even funnier. Funnier, yeah. But uh, yeah, apparently people are saying like it's super offensive towards. It's like glorifying what the Spanish sure. did, and I was like, mm. if you're making them the bad guys, yeah, it's like they're the bad guys. Yeah, like 
I don't know. We There's do the same a, thing with like war games. Yeah, so exactly. Sure. It's, yeah. I mean, people are against that too, but I don't know, man. So you're telling me you're fine with J.K. Rowling making Hogwarts Legacy, but this is where we draw a line? No way. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. Nope. No, I bet a lot of them weren't fine with that either. Hey, grow the fuck up. What did you say? Was that English? They need to grow the fuck grow up. Grow the fuck up. Lord of the Rings Return to Moria looks gas. It? it is a survival crafting game. Which, craft? Yeah, survival craft. Like, you know, many others that we've played. Like Minecraft. <laughs> I miss that game so much. It's set in Middle Earth, and you play as, I think, up to eight dwarves in Holy the mines of Moria. Just mining. Mining, crafting. <laughs> Fucking it is Minecraft. building a base down in the mines of Moria and trying to reclaim the mines for the dwarves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is right up my alley. Yes. Fucking uh, crafting survival game in the fucking Middle Earth as a dwarf. Yes. I started screaming and touching myself. Hmm? You heard me. Started screaming and touching myself, I said. Uh, let's see here. Fucking Twisted Metal got a clip. Uh, on showing the the new series on Peacock. Yeah. 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 Have you seen the? It wasn't that good looking to me. Pictures and everything for the new Fallout show that's coming out. Mm-hmm. I keep seeing stuff, and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> oh. Lies of P has a demo out right now. Lies that's of the what? fucking Lies of P. P. That's yep. P, pushing P. That is the fucking Pinocchio Souls-like game where you're Ooh. playing as Pinocchio. You were like, the combat actually looks yeah, yeah. pretty fucking good. And yeah, there's a demo out right now. Stop playing. I'll have to fucking check that out. Yep. Give it a poke. Give it a Pinocchio, oh, you know? I'll give it a poke. Uh, a Pinocchio. Uh-huh. A Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Netflix gave us a trailer for The Witcher Season 3. Yeah, which is his final season as The Witcher. Boo, uh, Henry, Henry Cavill. Yeah, fuck Netflix, right in the head. Yeah. That they, uh, yeah, it, it to me it was like, oh yeah, this looks like a pretty promising fantasy show, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I could tell that if you really like The Witcher, uh, the show so far, like Morgan was like, yeah, that looks pretty fucking gas. But uh, it does make me go, I wish Henry Cavill did more things. Mm-hmm. He's a very good action star. He is. Um, and he's a very gifted actor in general. I think he is, yeah. He plays a good Superman. I mean, obviously yeah. that's the biggest thing I know him from. But. Yeah, yeah. I think his Superman isn't that good, but not his fault. Yeah, no. It's he just... does a good job with what he's got. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking another one that I was like, yo, Chris and I. Warhammer 40K Space Marine 2 is fully co-op. It has a full co-op campaign. <clears throat> Excuse me. Where you're playing as fucking space hawks, the space marines, mm-hmm. facing off against gene stealers. Do you know what those are? Mm-hmm. They kind of look like um, xenomorphs to an extent. Yes, I do. They're like, and like I mean, necromancer stuff. Yeah, and just hordes I of Warhammer them. 40k with yeah, a couple yeah. buddies. Like I have model figures yeah, and everything yeah. like that. And it looked incredible. Fucking just burning through swaths of them with your fucking chain sword. Mm. Oh my god. And just, yeah, I was picturing you and I just Tearing it up mowing down Gene Steelers. And I was like, my God. 
<laughs> I used to play. Why are they stealing jeans? You know, because they want you to have no pants on. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Porky Pig in it. Yeah. <laughs> Porky Pig in a drafty dome. Yeah, it was <laughs> definitely off the books. But it was super off the books. Fucking, my dad and I used to play Space Hulk, which uh-huh. is a tabletop game where you randomize uh, the map and you, you're fighting gene stealers and you're playing the Space Marines and you're moving through the remnants of ships and whatever and there's little blips uh, little chits that are blips on the map little what chits mm-hmm. that are blips on your like motion sensor right and you flip them over and it tells you like one through five how many gene stealers that blip represents yeah. so you like come around a corner and it's like oh fuck there's five of them right there and he and i used to have a really good time with that we painted a bunch of gene stealers and yeah. space marines and stuff and yeah my dad and I used to be way into that shit a bunch of fucking nerds, <laughs> but uh, so I'm excited to play Chit, Space Marine too. Chits, blips, and fucking hips, you know. Yeah, man. Nick Cage is in Dead by Daylight as a playable uh, character. Yeah. And it's funny because he was at Summer Game Fest, like came out on stage, and it was kind of like, "Whoa, man! Like you guys are fucking intense," you know? Why? <laughs> Why is, is he Nick in it? Cage in it. Uh, so two things. First thing, uh, I mean, he's been in quite a few like horror things and um he himself is a huge horror fan he he was talking about that and how he loves the idea that it was sold to him as apparently there's a japanese horror movie that he loves and there's a ghost in it and that ghost is one of the characters in dead by daylight and so that right off he was like well no wait a minute these people respect horror that's something that i can get behind and apparently someone he said someone very close to him and his family is a dead by daylight fan Mm -hmm. and kind of was like dude you got to do it. And uh, so he was like, ah, I'll check it out, you know. And uh, he, he, he was sold. He said they sold it to him as a museum of horror. Uh, and he was like, I'm into that because you know, you've got Jason in there. Mm-hmm. Um, is Freddy Krueger in there yet? No. I didn't think so. Yeah, like uh, as far as like people Ghost face is in there. Ghost face, the, the ring. Um, mm-hmm. Saw the, the girl with the pig's mask on. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, Jason. Then there you got Pinhead, mm-hmm. or trying or Pyramid Head. Excuse Pyramid me. Head, yeah. And then you have what's the guy? He's got the cube and he's got all the needles. Yeah, that's out. Pinhead. Pinhead. Okay, yeah. no, I was right. From Hellraiser. Um, I don't know. I haven't played it in a hot minute. Right. Those are like the last but, last ones. I but think. apparently, it was enough to sell him. And it was kind of funny because I could tell that like. I, I believed him. I didn't. It didn't feel like he was there to sell something. You know what I mean? But it did feel like he was out of his element. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where he's like, ah, he's not into gaming. Gaming, as far as like this is all new to him. Mm-hmm. But he was like talking about how big the crowd was, and he was really excited that these people were all excited for him to be there and yeah. and all that. And um, Jeff Keeley was kind of like, you know, make some noise if you want to see more Nick Cage in video games, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and everybody's like, bah! you know. And so Nick <laughs> Cage is like, yeah, just fucking, they start beating each other up in the <laughs> audience. Just turns into a mosh. It's bit. just a mob, and it's like, all right, we gotta get the cops in here. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I think that was kind of fun that he was yeah, just yeah. he's it's it's an a fucking fish out of water for Nick Cage, and uh, he really will do anything. The there's a fucking indie game coming out called Yes Your Grace, Snowfall. Apparently, Yes Your Grace is a is a, a game already, but it looks like it'd be right up my alley. It's kind of a pixel art, side scrolling kingdom management. It looks like. Mm-hmm. What. No, what? Go ahead. It's about sex. I can tell from the way you reacted. No, it's not. What is it about? I'll tell you after. Okay. 
but so yeah, I'm a good, I'm a sucker for a good. Uh, I almost said I'm a good sucker, which is like, you know, I mean, you better stop, <laughs> tell me to chill out about the sex, huh? I'm a good sucker. Yeah, you know? I bet you You're are. Like, huh? Yeah, you look at <laughs> Chuck golf ball through a garden hose. <laughs> no, I am a sucker for a good time sucker on an indie game. Yeah, and yeah, something like this looks right in my alley, and I did just get a Steam Deck. Yeah, you did. That you did. Yeah, so I might be. I also ordered a one terabyte micro SD card, so it solves the storage problem. Yep. yep. <laughs> and I was like, my God, I didn't know they make a, f- it's a fucking mini, a micro US, or, you know, micro SD. And like, yeah, we can put a fucking terabyte of storage on that. Technology. That's asinine. Yeah, that's crazy. It's bizarre. There was a quick little teaser of, uh huh. I just completely lost the name of the company. Teaser, I barely know her. But they are an indie developer or an indie publisher yeah. who made Annapurna is the the company. I, I know them. Do you by name? No. No. So they made they published Stray. Oh word. But they've apparently got uh at the end of the month here, I don't know if it's Annapurna themselves or if they're like the big showcase of this indie games showcase. Mm-hmm. But they gave just a quick teaser of a bunch of things that are gonna be at their show. Mm-hmm. And there was something about Stray mixed in there. I was like, yeah, are we getting like DLC or like a sequel? I mean, they could pick up where they it, left Yeah, because it ends at a spot of like, I would it's be implied a, that you know he, everything's the, fine. The you kitty know, makes it back, but, but I would like to know what happens next. Yeah, what happens to the city? Yeah, because the city just gets opened to Liberated, the world again. Yeah. You know, that was a really good Straight, game. Yeah, it was a beautiful game. Yeah, such a pretty game. Yes. I might, I could see myself playing it again. Yeah, I could too. Um, and, and there was like a, and also. At the end of this, like, showcase from Annapurna. Mm-hmm. And they just showed, like, uh, uh, a dude's face up close on, like, the left side with just his eye and just a blue hue and some light coming off of his eye. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And so I don't know, like, if there's a, a, a niche sub of, of people who are, like, Is it under, Undertale? Be... No, I don't believe so. Mm-hmm. No, it was, it was pretty realistic graphically. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I know Undertale, but I was, like... It felt odd to me that they were kind of like making it seem like that was a reveal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for me, it wasn't. And the audience wasn't like, what? You know what I mean? So I'm not sure what that was. Mm. But it did intrigue me enough that I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see what all yeah. they've got coming out. Because, again, yeah. I love indie games because I think they take a bit more risk because they're not a you know, $200 million video right. game. Um, and so I, I'm kind of excited for that. Uh, and they've made some really good games, Annapurna have. I think I want to scroll through here and make sure I didn't miss any that I'm like, yo, wait, I, I got to talk about that. Um, yeah, I know that was pretty much the, the end of it. But a lot of good stuff. But like mm-hmm. I said, there there was a lot of stuff that I thought maybe we'd get something um, that we just didn't. If they do put Nick Cage in Dead by Daylight, I Oh, no, no, there's no if. He is. I hope that there's just... The bees! The bees! <laughs> no, 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 no. But it was funny to hear him. He was talking, because yeah, he said, uh, they asked him, like, what's something you learned or something to that effect? And he's like, I always try and learn something on whatever job I do. And he said, I learned how um, dynamic and how thought out voice acting for a video game character has to be. He said, because every, like, move or jump or turn or stuff. You know, he said, if my character goes from running to stopping, I have to voice act the sound that he makes of the, <sighs> yeah. and you get his breath in and then like the, <clears throat> he's like, I did hours of just noises, you know? And he's yeah. like, so, you know, there's a lot of effort that goes into making sure that those sounds all make sense where they're placed. And they, they do a lot of thought in that. And he was like, you know, and that's, I always trying to learn something, you know, and you're like, 
right, Nick. Yeah, yeah man. All right, man. <laughs> all right, man. Yeah, good I for mean, you. I mean, he's but. an old, older he, actor, yeah, I and should he say, he, he considers himself a thespian. You know, he yeah. he really enjoys acting and theater in general. Well, what I like is I feel like a lot of like the older actors who are good actors mm-hmm. but kind of just like for whatever reason fell off. Yeah, are all starting to make some comeback. comebacks in a, in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of actors who are like thespian stage actors, right? Um, have you? Did you ever watch uh, Fleabag? Mm-mm. I didn't think so. So for people that did or, or have a passing interest in it, um, I just completely lost the actor's name. He plays the hot priest in season two. Uh, is I'm pretty sure how he's, um, uh, what do you call that? The credit. I'm pretty sure that's how he's credited. Is either just the priest or hot priest. But um, he has a. A stage show that he did of either Hamlet or Macbeth. I can't remember which one. Whichever one has the to be or not to be. I think that's Macbeth. Yeah. Um, and, and he does a very, very good. Like It felt like, my God, I understand Shakespeare. Spoken Shakespeare. Um, because he said it not in the rhythm of like a sonnet or anything like that. But just as if it was spoken thought. Yeah. And he, it was a very like powerful speech. And I was into it. And I was like, my God, I'm actually like following what I'm I'm supposed to be gathering emotionally from this scene. I understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I thought, man, I'd really like to see something like that. You know, people do Shakespeare as it was meant to be done on stage versus as it's read. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I said, when you read it, it is a poem. It is a sonnet. It is got a rhythm to it. But it probably wasn't played that way because that's not how people speak rhythmically. Right. Right. You know? And yeah, so I just, yeah, that, that's my recommendation for the week, right? It's just mm-hmm. find that. I don't know the actor's name, and I'm not positive which play it was, but if you look up Fleabag, Hot Priest, Shakespeare, question mark, Hamlet, or Macbeth, to be or not to be. You could just put to be or not to be, and you'll find it. Yeah. But uh, no, he does a very good job of it. Chris, uh, what, uh, did, you, oh, did you have anything more about news? No. Yeah. Right, what uh, What you been thinking about? Welcome man? back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, Chris. Chris. So I actually wanted to touch up basically on everything that I was, you know, taking a look around as far as like UFOs, especially yeah. like with the whistleblower going on. Is this on. one that's supposed to give me goosebumps? No. Did you change your mind on it? Yeah, I still have it, but I'm going to save it for probably next week. Yeah. Uh, just because with this one, I mean, it's just relevant. It's still new. Sure, so sure, it's still, sure. still going on. Um, I'm going to get cozy and lean back in my seat. I got yeah. my microphone crackling here. So, this is talking about the lawmakers reacting to the whistleblower UFO claims that the Pentagon has denied. Uh-huh. Um, so, I'm just going to read. I have an article here for yeah. you that just gives who, an excellent who's the article from? rundown. Uh, it's from newsnation.com. Okay. Who wrote it? Uh, Brian Enton. All right. E-N-T-I-N. Make sure, we, make sure we credit him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's um, the name of the article or the headline on it? Lawmakers react to. Okay. Whistleblower UF claims that the Pentagon denies. Perfect. Okay. <clears throat> the House Oversight Committee is planning a hearing to discuss military whistleblower allegations that the U.S. government has recovered and secretly kept extraterrestrial, and has has secretly kept an extraterrestrial a- aircraft. David Grush, an Air Force veteran and former member of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, 
spoke exclusively to the News Nation about his time with Congress, with Congress's Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, UAP. Yep. Yop. Wop. Wop. No. <clears throat> no, but the UAP Task Force. In an interview with the News Nation investigative, investigative journalist Ross Colt... Colt Thart? Okay. Colt Shart? <laughs> Colt Shart? A cold shart? That's like, that's... That's tough to do. Yeah. <laughs> Typically, if you're sharding, it's hot. If it's cold, <laughs> you gotta whoa. check the fucking dock, dude. Gru <laughs> said that the task force was reco recovered a non-human aircraft for decades. They've done that. Okay. Um, and in quotes, he said, "These are retrieving non-human origin technical vehicles. They, you know, call it spacecraft, if you will. It's just not human and exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed." Uh, though no information was corroborated, mm -hmm. Russia's claims lawmakers are interested in looking into them. In quotations, this is not a question I've had on my bingo card the last week. It's not my sweet spot, said Rep uh, Representative Pete Agler. Um, regarding investigations into the allegations, although I'm a defense appropriator, I am a part of a classified briefing. Um, this is nothing that has come up. I didn't read the, that article that you're mentioning. I saw it. I saw the report. It sounds fascinating, but if there's anything there, we've got to have an investigation. Just like we would investigate a foreign country that has a balloon over our sky, says U.S. Representative Jimmy Gomez. Um, while Grush is a high-ranking U.S. intelligence officer, a letter that he provided from the Department of Defense indicates his claims based on the information was given um, was not is first-hand knowledge. In response to his recent claims, the DOD spokesperson Sue Go uh, released a statement saying, To date, AARO, All Domain Anonymously Resolution Office, has not discovered any verifiable information to substance claims that any programs regarding the possession or reverse engineering of any extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently. AARO is committed to following the data and its investigation of wherever it leads. And that's all there. Yep. But then also... NASA. Is this the guy that's selling a book? No. No. I don't think he's selling a book. Because I know that one of the main whistleblowers has a book that he's also selling. Is and it? I remember that that was one that everybody was like, that, that always makes you a little bit more skeptical. Mm -hmm. When it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, You're trying to get something you, you out of it. You stand to make money off of it. Yeah. You know? But I also know that NASA came out and they're, they got together with the U.S. military. And whenever, because there has been a bunch of documents that have been released of like, yeah, these are unidentif unidentified flying objects. Right. NASA's going to be starting to dip a hand in and helping discover what that is, if it is something that's, you know, out in space, or if it's something, you know, they're looking at it like, this just looks like a plane of right. sorts. Of, so, of unknown origin, where we're not right. sure, you know, is this Russian, is this right. Chinese, whose is this, right? But NASA straight up came out and said, we're going to be completely transparent. Yeah. Like, we're going to let the public know what we find before we tell yeah. The military of like yeah. if this is like, oh, this is yeah. not earthly. Yeah, this seems not of earth. You guys know it first. Yeah. And I was like, yo. And then also they're sending that girl. I don't remember her name. I'm sure uh, that I can, girl. I can Google it. It's a. I mean, well, I mean, she is. She's no older than I am. Uh huh. And uh, she's going out to space for 15 years, just into deep space. Jesus. And they're going to be doing. Um, for for NASA. Mm-hmm. For 15 years? For 15 years, because she was talking about it, because she's got a TikTok. Hold this up. And that's what I'm doing. 
Alyssa Carson, uh, born March 10th, 2001, is an American space enthusiast and undergraduate student who has attended numerous space camps and has visited NASA, uh, every NASA visitor center. Uh, she's been profiled by a variety of news outlets, public interest publications, and interview shows for an un unofficial astronaut in training. And so what she kind of came on to talk about was um, that they're going to be having her do a bunch of different tests out in deep space, like just seeing the effects of each thing. And everyone's like, well, you know, because she, everyone thought that she was being sent to like Mars or the moon. And she was like, nah, like, I'm just being sent out into space, and then it's just going to be a large orbit, essentially. Yeah, so you got to be careful, because deep space is... Well, not deep space. I she's don't think... going out into space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's going out into she's space. She's going to be in orbit around Earth. I don't know if it is, though. You said... Well, because, like, I don't know. Like, she... The way she made it sound on the TikTok was, like, she's kind of going out in deep space. She said, and I quote, deep space. So, whether it is an orbit or if I'm mistaken and she's not coming back, because the way she also made it sound is there's a chance she's just not coming back. Well, yeah, anytime you go into space, there's a chance you're not coming back. Mm -hmm. But so, I think that's pretty wild. And then, which just makes me think, what if it's a case of, yeah, we're sending you to space, and we're going to say it's for all this, but in reality... We found a bunch of alien tech here, and we're gonna shoot you out and see what you can find. Well, I think they're just picking this girl. I mean, I'm sure they've gone through like a bunch of tests, and like an astronaut, you know, like. Yeah, I don't think that's a... No. No. I think, that's a lot. I think if they're gonna get well, this, I'm not, I'm not saying they're sending her tomorrow. I'm saying <laughs> no, no, she's no. going through testing <laughs> no, to be I an know, astronaut. No, but you're like, you're like. All right, they, they found this 18-year-old girl with a TikTok following, and they went, you know, we need to do with all this high-tech space stuff. No, she it's she's not she's not just a TikTok following. She has a TikTok because she is now... Right, but... You're I'm, making it sound like it's just a TikTok following that they're like... Okay, okay, either way. I don't think they're grabbing an 18-year-old and going, we reverse-engineered all this alien tech. No, Let's I'm not give saying it to that either. Let's give it to you I'm not yes, saying you that either. You said I'm wondering if... I'm saying they're doing that on the low. Right, they're sending, yeah, they're sending her out there and being like, yeah, yeah, do all this stuff, right? And then on the low, they're kind of like, let's see if anything's out there. I don't think that sounds far-fetched. Well, no. So, on its basis, no. But I think you've got a level of, like, weird conspiratorial mistrust about it, as mm -hmm. opposed to NASA's always worried about what's out there. So it's not like, what if they're looking out at space and going, what's in space? Yeah, that's their deal. <laughs> All right, well, I'm that's just saying. That's their whole shtick. I'm just saying, I don't know, like, that's something I'm going to be paying close attention to. Yeah. Is that, that whole thing. But it, I do think it is a huge leap for humanity that, I mean, I don't know if there's been anybody else who's just been launched into space, like, for 15 years straight. Yeah. I want to find a source on the 15 years because that's... That'd be the longest that we've ever sent somebody, and we worry about the health of people that we send for, like, Couple six months. months. Yeah, because yeah. their body yeah. just started... Yeah, so I want sources on that, because that seems unethical. I'll have to get back with you. Yeah. I'll follow back up. I'd be surprised if NASA was like, yeah, fuck it, we're just taking this 18-year-old and killing her. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like they would incrementally maybe work her up to 15 years, but I don't know that they would just start with it. I don't know. From an ethical standpoint. What if she came up and was like... 
they're like, all right, I, and they're like light bulb. I was like, how many? <laughs> yeah. Well, baby girl, we got an opportunity. Just the job. Yeah, you want to die? Well, you got to hold off. Yeah, and then after years. like, yeah, and then after like two months, she's Turn. like, kind of Soon over. It. Yeah. I feel better now. Actually, I don't really want to die. Oops. There ain't no return trip, huh? Mm-hmm. You weren't. <laughs> we sent you out there. Mm-hmm. I like how many what ifs you're pulling up to go. No, no, no. But what if? What if? I mean, we can what if all day. Exactly. I I appreciate how skeptical you are. Mm. I just someone's got to be. I so I don't know that you're skeptical. You're suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be. No, no, suspicious. no. You're not acting suspicious. You are suspicious of everything. <clears throat> Correct. Which is not the same as skeptical. Skeptical is, I have knowledge that makes me go, maybe, maybe not. As opposed to you go, I just have an inherent mistrust of everything. And don't think, I don't think too much into what I'm suspicious of. I just jump on it. I know the mailman's planning to break in. <laughs> I You're know. just going to say, I know the mailman. <laughs> like that meant something. I know like the mailman. A, I know the mailman. I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> Listen, the UPS good. driver. It's a small town. Yeah, the, the UPS driver that comes into work, he tells me things. Yeah. He tells he, me things he yeah. sees. You telling me he's not one of those three letter agencies? It's right there on the truck. Mm-hmm. UPS, CIA, <laughs> FBI. Come on, USA. Think about it. Think, come on. Come on. Come on. Think about it. NASA, four letters long, but there's only three letters in the word. United Penis Service. <laughs> UPS. Where you been? United People in Space. Fuck. UPS. We're on it. Jeffrey Bezos, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Why is he the owner? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? I don't know. I think aliens are real. I think. I, I do think, too. I just don't think we've been visited. I don't. Th- I'm not saying we've been visited. I. If statistically aliens, speaking, we might never meet them. Yeah. If aliens are already space traveling, what the fuck do they need us for? Right. Well, yeah, exactly. And again, I think we brought it up before. I, th- I think it was Stephen Hawking. Yeah. That was like... If they're anything like us, then we'd yeah. be nervous. But honestly, if they're way more advanced than us, I don't think they're like us. Because I think we sure. are our own fault when it comes yeah. to how far yeah, advanced and, and, we are. Yeah, and I think... I don't know if we talked about it on here or not. We might have talked about it on a couple of creeps. Uh, the idea of the great filter and yeah. that it kind of solves that conundrum of... All right, well, because the you know the, the physicists and astrophysicists and all them, uh, you know, st- statisticians and all that, we're sitting at lunch at like fucking MIT or whatever, and we're like, <laughs> all right, what are the odds, right, that life just randomly forms in the universe? And they're like, well, we could do that math, and then they mathed it out and got a number that was like, there should be a lot of intelligent life, mm-hmm. statistically speaking. So where are they, right? And then the theory they they proposed was the Great Filter, which was that every intelligent species enters an era in its its existence where it possesses the ability to destroy itself. And most of them probably fail, right? Yeah. And so then that, you know, if you can break through that filter, you're now the space-faring, you know, you're the ET, right? You're the extraterrestrial that can go and visit the other worlds eventually. Uh, but yeah, we're still in the filter, and you know we might always be in the filter. I mean, you know, we're basically ever since Oppenheimer bringing it back around, ever since that first s- split the atom, we started a fucking experiment, and uh, we're still running that experiment. You know, mm-hmm. of like, okay, we used it once and twice. 
Do you think... Now how long until we use it again? Let me throw a crazy conspiracy at you. Okay. Do you think with wo- World War Three on okay. the brink, if we fall into war and it uh-huh. does come into nuclear... Exchange. Uh-huh. But I mean, maybe just like one bomb drops, uh-huh. right? Let's say it's just the U.S. Russia falls. Uh-huh. Like the U.S. fires the bomb? Yeah. Okay. I'm just uh, an yeah, example. Yeah, just scenario. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think at that point, like the world would come together? Like, do you no. think that's something where we can, like, all right, we gotta... No, we gotta the cynic in me says no. It didn't work in the mm. 50s. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think over 50 years we've gotten any better. No. We probably... We probably... Worse. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there's any chance that we'll get past the Great Filter? Or do you think we're just too far gone as a society? Ah, no, as a I species? Don't, I don't want to say we're too far gone. I always have a little bit of optimism. But I think the filter would be longer than our lifetime. That's unfortunate. I think we'll always live under the threat of nuclear annihilation. Yeah. You know, but so Dan Carlin, I've talked about him before. He does the Hardcore History podcast, Mm -hmm. and he did an episode called Destroyer of Worlds, and it's all about uh, just the the creation and the effects of nuclear, uh, you know, explosive devices, bombs, whatever they be. And he leads it all the way up to the Cuban Missile Crisis. Of that's the closest we've come to full-on nuclear war, mm-hmm. right? Because the only time the bombs have been used, <laughs> we were the only ones that had them, right. right? Now, ever since everybody else got them, it's been real quiet, you know, because there is that threat. And he talked about this idea of people being hyper-aware of having, like, a dagger hanging over their head, mm-hmm. you know? People born in the 30s saw the effects of the bomb in the 40s, grew up, you know, lived in the 50s where... Uh, what if the Russians bomb us, you know? Yeah. And that was a constant fear. And in the 80s, they're having bomb drills, things like that. At what point do you have a generation, and I think we're it, that's born with the knife over its head and just, it's like wearing glasses on your face. Eventually, you don't see the glasses anymore. The knife's always been there, so I don't acknowledge it. Mm. You know, we don't have a, a daily conscious thought of, we could be bombed any minute until something like what's going on like the right. Ukraine and things like that and just in the world right now. But, you know, in the 80s, that was just constantly... A yeah. thing of like, we could be bombed at any moment. Ain't right? nothing but a thing but a chicken wing. So, whether that's a, a result of us having gotten better that we don't have that constant fear hanging over our head, or like Dan Carlin says, maybe it's just because that's always been there, so it's not notable, mm-hmm. right? I don't know, but yeah. Well, that's all I have for my <laughs> yeah. cryptid. It's kind of glum, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, again, we want to thank you guys so much for your attention and support. Life's just not working If you like this episode, be sure to give it a great review. Five stars on uh, iTunes and all that good stuff. Tell your friends about us. Share us on social media. Uh, Make sure that you're liking, following, subscribing on your audio streaming service of choice. You can get notified when we post episodes. We try and post every Wednesday by 8 Mm a.m. Chris, if people wanted to reach out to us, give us their thoughts on nuclear war, uh, their fears about either existence of others or the themselves. lack thereof. Oh. <laughs> they fear themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, where do people stand? Am I just a big fucking wet blanket? Or, I think you, you know, are. all right, I bet you do. <laughs> I, I bet you do. I, th- I think you, you doubt the, you doubt the possibility. I, I think the possibility is far less likely. Mm. You know what I mean? Where, I mean, it's that idea of Occam's razor where, the most likely thing is typically the truth. Mm. You know, 
And the more you have to what if it and jump through hoops to make it true, the less likely it becomes. Mm. You know? Not what you think. No. No, I mean it's been proven over and over, oh, yeah, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> like is that what you think? No, yes. Think. Yes. Think. yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same me. same yeah. thing with like, you know, national, you know, how high does this thing go? You know? Uh, not to get political, but you know, like stealing an entire election, things like that, mm-hmm. right? Where there's a good joke of, you know, the 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 supporter of a certain person goes to heaven and is like, God, I have one question for you: Who won the 2020 election? You know, and he says Joe Biden won. And he's like, This goes higher than I thought. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there are some people who will just always, you know, you could show them anything and they'll still be skeptical or suspicious, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you ever wanted to reach out to us, you can always check out our socials. Our Facebook, Instagram is Simply One Podcast. You can always check out our YouTube as well, which is a Simply One Podcast. I haven't posted a whole lot on there, though. Yeah, um, you just should probably just stop saying that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's t- we'll the, get there the more episodes we do, we'll, the further more of that happening gets less likely. We'll get there. Because I think the last video on there is like episode 21, and we're on episode 21. 67. And so I just I don't see it happening. It's going to happen one day, and it, it'll be glorious. <laughs> That'll be a workhorse. Yeah. You're just like, oh, fuck. Just uploading all of them. Oh, you got to edit them into videos first. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or we could you just start here our, yeah. and just have a black hole yeah, well, a year long. It's not like it's not on everything else. All right, exactly. Um, you can always take a look at our Twitter, where Twitter mm-hmm. handle is whelmed underscore simply, or you, you know, you can always send us uh, your biggest fears about the atom bomb dropping yeah. at our email, which is simply mailbag at gmail.com. Or yes. if you have any other news about the whistleblower, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. do send it, or um, as well as uh, whatever her name is. Gracie Cabbage Butt or whatever. Cabbage Butt. What was it Allison Bryson or some shit? Allison, what's this? What's Carson, this something like that. Oh, I had her pulled up here. Britney Spears? No. No. <laughs> Leave Britney alone. The fuck is her name here? Come on now. Don't you fuck me on this. Alyssa Carson. You were right about Carson. I know. Yeah. I know. The way you kept saying names um. made me think that you were just throwing <laughs> no, names out. No, I know out. the last name was Carson. I just can't think of the first name. <laughs> I think I said Alyssa. Did you? Oh. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, we just don't know the name here. I, 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 Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. She would go to space. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah. Just send. I say we just send all the celebrities and leave the poor people on. Just there. send this. Send the Kardashians to space. All yeah. Of them. And all they're tw- diamond. All, all twenty-three of them. They're diamond-encrusted spaceship. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of Kardashians. Yeah. They are like royalty. And they are quickly just becoming each other. Multiplying. Just, I mean, it's like assimilation. They just <laughs> all are eventually, they through plastic look, surgery, going to become the, the same. same. They're like a hive mind. <laughs> yeah. They just, they, they're, like, they're like the fates from God of War. They just speak in <laughs> trios, you know? <laughs> Chris and Caitlin are the queens. Answer us this riddle three, you know? It's like. God, it's just Chloe Kim and <laughs> what what's, is the, it what's the other one? Chloe Kim and uh, Chloe Kim and Courtney. Courtney. Courtney Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> just it's those three telling people their fates. It's just what is it from uh Naughty Python? Did you say Naughty Python? My, I, I got your Naughty Python right here. Naughty Pine, it's a oh. bar here yep. in Ohio. Um but Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> he must answer these three riddles. What is your favorite color? Uh. <laughs> There's like blue. Blue? 
What? what? Ah, another yeah. rest. Yeah. <laughs> the third one, they always just get wrong. Wrong. Wrong! <laughs> Watches <laughs> their ass up. But, um... Oh. Yeah, I think that was... Did you, did you say what the email was? Yeah. Simply, uh, simply one mailbag at gmail.com. All right, man. Fucking next week, The Flash yep. and Extraction 2. Are we going to try and go for a double header? Because the week after that, we got Barbie and Oppenheimer. Barbie and Oppenheimer. Are we going to do two double headers in a row? I don't think we should do double header podcasts. Yeah. Like, I don't think we should talk about both of them in one because Barbie, we're going to be there for a while. Oppenheimer, we're going to be there for a while. And then Extraction 2, we're both really excited for, so we're going to be there for a while. Yeah. Flash, we're gonna be there for a while. It's yeah. just unraveling a lot and, and something. Yeah. There's been a lot of pent up uh, hype and energy for. So, yeah, yeah. I feel I, like I, yeah. I want to talk about extraction though, and we will. I'm just saying, let's. We shouldn't talk about extraction at the same time as Flash. Correct. I think they should so each have be. their own episode. Yeah. Just because it's going to be a lot of information. What yeah. are we pushing now? Maybe like an hour. An hour, hour and a half, hour and a half. Yeah. We just fucking and this is just we news. Can't. We just can't. We like we can't. We have an allergic reaction to coming in under an hour. Have we ever? No, never once. I don't not, think so. Not once. We've never been under an hour, and it's been our goal multiple times. Doctor Sam, the illness. <laughs> we just keep filling for time. <laughs> Anyways, next week the Flash. Seven from realness, and then the week after that, uh, Barbie Oppenheimer doubleheader. I think we do have to do the Barbie Oppenheimer doubleheader. There's just no, I mean, sorry about it. It's just, it's the meme. That's going to be a long ass episode. They're all long ass episodes. That's going to be like a four hour episode. No, it won't. It won't. It, it won't. I'll keep us moving. That's the end of the episode, Chris. So we'll be bye. Bye.